Hi, welcome to Almost Cooperstown. I'm Mark. And this is Gordon. And we love talking about baseball. Well, when this uh, episode drops, it's going to truly be opening day 2022. And in the week that we uh, recorded the podcasts, our um, hopes and dreams as Met fans um, have been dashed because not only did Jacob DeCrom come down with an injury that may keep him out two to three months, possibly, uh, Max Scherzer comes up with a bad hamstring. And it's and like, oh, okay. You know, at least we're getting this out of the way early wow, this season. Wow, didn't even make it to opening Exactly. <laughs> we don't have to worry about it. It's like we got a nice April tease of what could have been. Right. And and so um, I, I started thinking, um, you know, wow, you know, you know to, to see DeGrom and Scherzer pitch on, on back-to-back days like we saw them pitch in that exhibition game, you conceivably could have two Hall of Famers pitching in rotation. So then started thinking, okay, well, of the guys that are out there playing today, who might be considered a possible future Hall of Famer? They don't have necessarily stats that would say they're a Hall of Famer now, but if they played enough seasons at the rate they're going, you know, we're not asking them to increase their performance to start performing at a level they've never reached before, but could they do it? So put together a list. Um, we're going to go through the names. Uh, Gordon, um, you are not super aware of the list because I didn't really share it with you. No, no. And I mean, I know enough of it. Like if I had to guess, like there's probably like – 10 to 15 guys in the majors right now that most people would more or less consider like, yeah, they're on the hall of fame track and it's more of just the formality of getting to where they're retiring in their career before they get in. And I so think they mean they're sure for, like if they retired now, they're already hall pretty players. much. Yeah, I think there are, there are definitely players like that. there. There's like a handful of them. I think it's more interesting when you start looking at the guys that are on a hall of fame pace. And it's going to be interesting to see what you put down because I think that, much in the way that we now look at the Hall of Fame and go 400 home runs isn't enough to get in. Right. You know, a three hitting 300 or getting three, getting 3,000 hits is usually enough to get you in pretty much unless you're Pete Rose. But um, I, I think we're going to look at probably some of these players and go, is this guy really a Hall of Famer or is he just a good offensive player in an era where offensive statistics are across the board are much higher? Uh, and that's a really good point. So I, I, I thought also, you know, we know that the, the uh, – Criteria includes playing 10 years in the major league. So uh, I think all the guys we've got listed, if they're not, they're going into their 10th season or they're right there so that they, they could be considered. I think you play one game and you've played in that exactly. season. You just have to play in 10 seasons. So I, so, um, I thought, well, what if you had a guy, right? And he came up in his rookie year and he hit 50 homers. He drove in 150 and he batted 320 and he did that for nine straight years. He wouldn't get in. He's, right. He's not a Hall of Famer. So if you said he batted 600 times in the 10th season and didn't get any hits, didn't get any RBIs. He'd be in. He could come in for one game 15 years later. Right. Right. Take right. it at bat, strike out, and then they put him in. But to me, that sort of suggests that the, the 10-year thing actually, whether it was intentional, is a pretty brilliant amount of time that they have to at least do it because – In some ways, ironically, it's kind of not needed because anybody that generally will be good enough to amass the kind of career that gets you into the Hall of Fame is – almost guaranteed to play at least 10 seasons. I, I, and I think Mike Trout would be a poster child for that, right? Because his first 10 years would say, well, okay, I, I mean, he just has to, there's an, there's another guy that's likely to retire this season. I think he's almost said he's going to, and we can start with him. Okay. Yeah. As Pujols. Yeah. You look at Pujols' first 10 seasons. You're like, oh yes, this man is in the hall of fame. And there's no, there's no question about it. 
The second, uh, the second, like that, not nearly as good. Yeah, it's a. In fact, he he has one of the the most ridiculous drop offs of any player I've but, ever seen to play as long as they did while he and, did and the drop off. And that's the thing is, I think that it, with a guy like Poolhouse, you do not hold the fact the hold the the fact that like teams were willing to keep paying him money and ro- trotting him out there despite not being very good. You can't hold that against him because regardless of that, the player he was for the first ten years with the Cardinals was an all time great. Love that player, and and it is actually great to you know in my mind i don't know how you feel that he's back with the cardinals to play his last season there uh, i don't know how much he's going to play i think it's yeah. fantastic it's, it's just a it's a thing for him to have the season in front of the fans and normally it's a kind of move you'd expect from like a not good franchise as a way to bolster interest for the season it's just it's also the cardinals so they're good too so you're going to watch a hall of famer play when he does play which you're going to watch, a lot, of, that much, you're gonna watch a lot of hall of famers play when you watch the cardinals play. right as a matter of fact right so that and good point because their catcher what do you think yeah yeah, Yadier, we, we we both feel that way. Yadier is a Hall of Famer. He is he is the best catcher. I think there's only one other guy who also just retired last year mm-hmm. in Buster Posey. Mm-hmm. He is the best catcher since Pudge retired, right. basically. Right on it, right on it. And I, I still think Joe Maurer should get in, but maybe, you know, Matt, he played Matt, only half his career as a catcher. And, so and as a defensive – and unlike Buster Posey – who did the vast majority of his hitting behind the right, plate. Right, Maurer right, moved right. to first base right, right, in much right. earlier in his career, and he was not anywhere close to being the defensive wizard that Molina was. But there are two other guys on the Cardinals I want to throw out there and get your thought on, and um, and it was a surprising. Actually, both of them are a little surprising, and one is the, the guy who's going to, I think he's 39, or he's 41 this year, so he and Albert are combined 83 years old on the Cardinals, uh, and that's Adam Wainwright, and, and as painful as Met fans who remember the beginning of his career um he's had a pretty darn good one the best thing wainwright probably has going for him is that there's a not a lot of guys behind him once you get out of this error sort of like top echelon of pitchers like we're just to name another mm-hmm. couple guys that we know this max scherzer verlander mm-hmm. uh, kershaw once you kind of get mm-hmm. past mm-hmm. those guys it's really tough to find a guy that Wainwright's not better than considerably in terms of what he's done over in his career. And, and he still pitched in an era where wins were more important than they are now. And he did it at the beginning of his career. Both as a starter and a reliever. As a relief pitcher, yes, yes. And and, and a pretty darn good relief pitcher, as, as I recall. He hasn't done that in a long time, though. But he did both successfully yeah. for an extended period of time in his career. And, and he was, I, I recall, and he won't be doing that anymore, but he was a pretty good hitter. Uh, as a pitcher, I recall, and 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 does that even matter? No, no it doesn't matter. It, your it, Hall of Fame, this it's like being like you know Usain Bolt, the world's greatest you know track and field athlete, also had a really killer long jump. It's like that's really cool for him, but it's not what we're evaluating his greatness on. Okay, so you, you, would, say, ha- you would have to be an Otani level hitter as a pitcher. Oh, well, for, yeah. Exactly, you have to be an actual. They made a rule for that guy, so. but that's what I'm saying. It's like you actually have to be an offensive force, not like oh yeah, at least he is not a black hole when he's in the lineup. So um, I think I wrote down on Wainwright, I, I, he might need one more big, which is, is a lot to expect by the way at age 41 big season he's right you know there but you're saying that the because of the comparative and i think that's an excellent point he might just be better than so many other guys that you might go yeah this guy was probably a hall of famer playing with right, right. I, I think that's his best thing because like the only other guy that i think kind of right now approaches his level is really harmed because he's been hurt so much and who is that chris sale 
Yeah, yeah, I had him on my other list. Like, he's a guy that when you look at I think you yep, were telling yep. me about him one weekend a couple weeks ago that he's got the highest all-time. Right, uh, strikeouts to walks ratio in the history of Major League Baseball for guys that have pitched a minimum of, I don't know, like thousand, thousand things, something like that. 5.33 strikeouts uh, per base on balls. Like, he has been an unbelievable pitcher for a number of years, but it also feels like I'm like, it doesn't feel like I remember the last time he pitched. He's Has he been hurt recently? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. been out like. He's hurt now. He's hurt all the time he's so all the time it, it's a pro that really hurts his chances because it's the kind of guy you look at and go oh man he was so dominant when he was healthy but you can't give a hall you mean you can't give a, a hall you put somebody in the hall of fame for what they would have been had they not been hurt right otherwise like, david wright would be in right, there. right and don mattingly too and don don mattingly yeah, yeah. yeah i think those are, are are two so the other guy on the cardinals um that i throw out there so you could be watching four hall of potential hall of famers because i think he's still got some life left in his career and that's the first baseman paul goldschmidt he's really helped by helton getting in um they're very similar players Helton's not in, but 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 Helton. No, I thought oh, he was in. No, I thought he got a voted. Uh, he had a really good showing, though, right? Yes, yeah, he's still still in the ballot, but he is not in the Hall of Fame. I thought he was in for some no, reason. No, no, that's Larry Walker got right, in right, from, right. From the Rockies. So, so um, he's got a fifty point seven WAR in his career. Um, but the all time stats are are kind of you know nothing remarkable, right? Because if you look at it, two hundred and eighty career home runs. 293 career batting average. I mean, that's that's it, it's interesting. Very good. Uh, <laughs> because, uh, I mean, okay, this is something I'm just sort of spitballing here on the spot. But given the way baseball has changed, are we going to see more guys with higher wars because teams are way more willing to try out bad uh, people at positions that end up being bad because they're searching for great way more? A team would be way more willing to have – because when you think about it, Paul Goldschmidt's hitting – he hit 293 home runs and hit 280 home runs. He batted 293. But let me, let me finish because I think yeah. you, you I want to get a couple. So he's got 140 career stolen bases at a corner position. Okay. Yeah. That's better than 10 yeah. or, or five. His on base for his career is 389. Mm, okay. That's not bad. He's slug 521, ops 911, ops plus 142 for his career. The low power, I think, hurts him. The fact that he's only at 283 for his home runs. Yeah, I, and I, eleven seasons. You you want a guy because what I was going to say is that teams now. How many times have we watched bad teams just cycle players through a season? Like they'll have like six first basemen in a season, and they all suck. We all remember that last year with the injury Mets. Like they were, but like they played so many guys last season. Okay. I can't even name half of them. So when doesn't that drag down the average level of a replacement player? in the league when you have all of these guys getting lots of at bats that really suck because teams are trying to see who's actually good. So is the average value of a replacement first baseman different today than it used to be? Because you only really have the superstars or nobodies. You don't have like career guys that are pretty good nearly as much. Not well, because baseball's willing to get rid of them more quickly too. You, you're not going to sit, you know, teams aren't happy with their first baseman that hits 260 and hits 25 home runs anymore. Well, I think, you know, Goldsmith, you know, this guy has four silver sluggers. He's got four gold gloves. So he brings both sides to it. Which probably is what helps him more than anything so, else so with the war. I, I would say that he, of these guys on, on the top of this list, and you mentioned Sale being one of them, I don't think either one of them are Hall of Famers right now. He, he, I think they both have enough possibly left. <laughs> he, he, if, if Goldsmith gives another four good years, he hits another, if he can get to 350 home runs, 
put up, you know, 60 war and keep his average and on base roughly where they are right now. He's got a good. So that requires him at age or 35 or whatever he is to have three more big seasons. That's a lot to ask. Yeah, but I don't think if you look at his career, right, if you're because to me, if you're saying you're not going to have any more big seasons, right, then basically you're saying the best you're going to hope for out of your remaining seasons is you just sort of hold statistical par mm-hmm. for, with, your, with yourself, with yourself. Of, right, and if right. he does that, he's not in. Oh, uh, you said it. So if he if he came up with four war in his next three seasons, that would be 62, 63 war. That would probably be enough. It would probably be enough, assuming he keeps the power up. But that's a lot to ask for an older yeah, player. Yeah, because then he's going to be at 38, 39 having to put up four and, war. And is he batting, you know, is, is he hitting the 30 home runs, but the average drops off? Anyway, it should be interesting to see. I think he's got a pretty good shot. He's, yeah, he's got a good shot, but, but I don't think there he's now. there yet. So, um, you know, we mentioned Sale, I think, for the same reason. You know, this guy's hurt again. Um, he's got the cool stat, but I, I, I think he's got to do more. Too much time not on the field for him. And now, how about the guy in Cincinnati? I feel like he should. Right. I feel that way. Like, and it's weird because I bet if I look at his and Goldschmidt's statistics, they're actually more similar than well, you pull think. Pull it up. Pull it up. Yeah. Jo- Joey Votto we're talking about. And um, I, I think one of the great things about him is that he had a really, really good season last year where his uh, his uh, exit velocity rate went up and a lot of things that don't happen to older players he was able to do. Yeah, he, he's, he's doing a little bit better. He's got 64 war. Oh, that's big difference. 331 Close home run. runs. Okay, there he is. That's what you're talking about. And a career 302 average. That, that, and and uh, He's played 15 seasons. He's won an MVP. Yeah. So does he have to do more, or is he already there? I think he's already there. So as long as he's got a career on base of four sixteen, yeah, I I think he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, he struck out only a thousand, fourteen hundred times in fifteen in fifteen seasons. He averages less than a hundred strikeouts a season for for a corner guy who has a you know has has a power bat, and he he stole eighty bases. Yeah, in his career, so he's it's not like he, he's that's going to be something that hurts Goldschmidt is that he's playing at the same time Joey Votto is. Yeah, I think that's a good point, and he's got an MVP, and I don't believe Goldschmidt does. So yeah, he's got he's, Goldschmidt's got more Gold Gloves, right? But Votto has a Gold Glove, so you at least know he is a decent fielder. Okay, okay, so you know, maybe needs to do a little bit more, but might be there already. I, I think I, I would vote him above Goldschmidt, certainly, right certainly, now. Certainly, yeah. In, in that respect. Um, how about, uh, I'll say, uh, we mentioned Kershaw uh, and Verlander. I think we both feel they're no doubt Hall of Famers. I don't think you need to talk you about You don't even them really need much. to talk about them because you're just watching. Like The more impressive thing is Verlander doesn't really feel like he's playing out the twilight of his career yep. like Kershaw does. Right. Kershaw, you can clearly tell, is not the same pitcher he was. And, and Verlander, you know, throwing 97 in spring training or whatever 95 whatever it Dude's is a freak he's he is a, a lot like nolan ryan and it's yeah. interesting that he's playing for the astros at the same time and another astro and i'll i'll throw him out there only because he's played the requisite amount of seasons uh he's done some pretty good things at the at a middle infield position he's not there yet but are you watching a potential future hall of famer in jose altuve i'm gonna tick off a lot of people i think by saying that i mean well we can't talk about him otherwise his wife might be upset that his shirt got ripped off or something but <laughs> okay um, there you go just throw it, but I mean, so the thing for Jose Altuve is he's only played eleven seasons. Right, right. So he's got a lot. He's got more to do. He's got more to do, but I mean, he's got forty-one career WAR. 
In 11 seasons. In 11 seasons. So he's about a four-ish war a season player. He probably should play 16, 17 years and keep averaging that four war season to have a uh, an aggregate war of 65 to 70. And if you ask Lou Whitaker, that doesn't get you into the Hall of Fame, as you we, yes. we both know. Now, he's, he's more got than that. 261 career steals. Mm-hmm. So a pretty good amount. Absolutely. That's crazy- up there. That's up there in the all-time second base list. Yeah. He's got a career average of 308. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's hard. On most. base of only 360, so yeah, he's not, yeah. not the, the, the most patient hitter. But I think you look at him, he's got an MVP. He's got a gold glove. And he turned himself into a power hitter, um, which I thought was interesting because he didn't come up as he's a power hitter. He's got 164 hitter. career home runs out of the second base, which is pretty good. Right, right. He's going to be hard. There's not a lot of second basemen that have hit for that much power. Now, his defense has, in my opinion, fallen off. I don't think he's I'm the de- only he, one that feels that way. He does not have the range he used to And have. the arm strength uh, gone. at all at, at that. So, you know, he's 11 seasons. You figure he's got to play another five years at close to his he, four he's He's similar to Goldschmidt, where I think what you're going to see, especially now that we've moved into the more modern era, is the like I think I said this already is that guys like Altuve are going to become the statistical victims of today. That people, the Hall of Fame voting committee is going to look back on these guys the same way we go back and look at Dave Kingman. And the only difference is Altuve is just a little bit better, is a much better, much better, much better. But here's the thing I I mentioned before, and you like this player a lot. You talked about him first, Lou Whitaker, right? Career war of over 70. I can't remember what it was not in the hall of fame at the second base position. So Altuve has got a career war of 44. That means he needs to have 30 war to kind of, right. And is he going to do that? No, because you might be now the same way. The average value of the replacement player might be lower these days, allowing for more inflative war you're still facing much stiffer competition overall. There are a number of people at each position. Like, it's just because you have more extremes. The best players are better today, but then the worst, there's more worst players because they're getting cycled in much more. So I I think Altuve, believe it or not, is going to be hurt um, by Bobby Gritch and Lou Whitaker. Exactly. (laughs) Those are the guys that are going to keep him out because if they're not in, how are you going to put Altuve in? Now, another second baseman I put on the list because he's played the requisite amount of time. He has some all-time statistics uh, at second base, including home runs, uh, and he plays for our our beloved New York Mets, uh, much to the chagrin of many Mets fans, and that's Robinson Cano. Cano, the problem with Cano is it's political, not statistical. We know Cano's a Hall of Famer if you're just looking. Statistically. Statistically looking throughout his career, you know he's a Hall of Famer. But the question is, given that he has two steroid dings now, will they put him in? Right, right. And and because the writers still treat this as a popularity contest, what is his career war? I, I, it's it's really high. 69. 69. Okay, well, it's still below in Bobby Gritch. <laughs> 16 seasons. Right. Um, 334 career homers, if I remember reading. And a career 303 batting average. And gold gloves at second base, if I'm not mistaken. Um, um, I don't see, but I'm, let me see. Certainly in, 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 in his younger days. One, day, two, two gold gloves. Okay. So no MVP, but he finished way up there. Certainly. And, and by the way, as a Met fan, you know, he's here, but you know, guy played most of his career and when he was best with the Yankees and all that stuff, I don't think any Met fan would say, gee, I really wanted this player. Brody Van Wagenen brings him in. Um, he had a good, uh, pandemic season, I think was the one where he was using, you know, apparently yeah, steroids. He, was hit, he was hitting really well had, that had, year. Had a, had a good season, uh, and now he's off the juice, apologized and all that. I, I think he still now needs to do more. Um, but I Him th- coming back and having a good season this year would weirdly help him 
because it would just kind of hopefully further prove that, yeah, like the same with Bonds, it was the talent. The steroids just help them not feel like crap after you the game. You better hope that the writers stop voting because they're not going to vote. No, no, they're never going to vote for him ever. <laughs> Even though he should be in there and I would put him in yeah, above over yeah. Altuve every day of the week. Uh-huh. Because it is, yep. that, that would yep. be the most mind-boggling thing to me is if they put in Altuve, but they don't put in Cano. I, I, I would agree as well. Um, so the last two guys we'll talk about, um, and and they both have played the requisite amount of years now. Bryce Harper just played his 10th season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Bryce Harper's not a Hall of Famer yet, and, and, and no one's trying to say that he is. But at a young enough age right now. He keeps doing this because he came up so early. He's played 10 seasons, and he's only what, like? 32 33 uh, i don't even think he's that old well, he might be that old. he might be yeah, that yeah, old. you're right right because he came i just remember him being on the covers of si at 16 so uh, i thought he started at a, at a much he's 29 age. he's 29 yeah i think he's like at 18 or something like that so 29 so could you see another seven years you where could he puts certainly up i could certainly see at least a, oh yeah and he could easily put up 30 war in the next five so if he does any more than that now if he's going to have a career war of 80 or more that's yeah, a hall of he, famer he, i mean and the thing is he's already he's the thing that's the only thing that's a little surprising about him is he only has 267 home runs it just feels like he should right. have hit more right right some of that's injury but by that, the way that's what you don't really and that's what you think he's got 40 war when he's missed probably at least a full season's worth of games in that so, so I think you could be watching a Hall of Famer. He's got two MVPs. Um, you know, he kills my team every time I watch the guy play. So, you know, we have great re- respect for his ability. Uh, by the way, I, I'm just back to – I forgot to mention about Cano. I'm sorry. No, I just mean the- he had, he's got seven six-plus war seasons already. Yeah, you know, but that's, that's the thing. That, that's, but, but that we is... already know Cano's a, a Hall of Famer, like, but that's the, the Cano's issue is not statistical. Right. True that, true that, true that. Um, so Harper, you know, I think we both agree, you know, needs to do more of the guys that are on the paths the goldschmidt's the sales of the world the altuze he's got the best chance right now because he's younger yeah yeah yeah. all those because a lot of guys like goldschmidt i remember didn't really burst onto the scene until later in his career career he was older same with altuve he was a little bit older when he really came into his own so um the last guy because i i I put another guy on this list that doesn't belong in the top he belongs as to not quite there um is mike trout Right, um, because he's played the requisite amount of seasons. He'll be, a, he'll be a Hall of Famer. It's just whenever he decides to retire. But, but but let's say he came up and he was injured enough not to really do anything else. Has he done enough already? Yes. I think he's a great case, too. From, because his all-time stats won't knock your socks off in terms of the, you know, he doesn't have 400 home runs. He doesn't have, you know, 1,000 RBIs. Uh, but – He's been the best player when he was on the field in Major League Baseball for a bunch of years, um, and and that is something that's he has seventy six career WAR. All right, Mike Trout's a Hall of Famer already. I'm he's right. hit three hundred and ten <laughs> home runs with a career average of three oh five. How do you do that? He's always hurt. How could he have that many home <laughs> runs? That, that's right, like, <laughs> people from the East Coast do not realize how good oh, this man. man is at fish. I man, am wrong, good wrong. at baseball. Okay. <laughs> so um, I had another guy on the list, and let's start with our. This is our contract. Controversy list. He's got three MVPs. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I, I uncle, uncle. I, 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 I yield. I yield. Um, uh, so we're, we're going to talk about guys that I, I, call, I call them the not quite guys. Career odd base of four twenty. <laughs> just not going to stop. No. Are you? It, it, like just. Just really, if you ever want to just like be like, I didn't realize. Look at his baseball you're reference. You're getting me back for Lou Gehrig. Yeah, that's what you're doing. Lou <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you did not like, like like the numbers 
are eye-popping yeah. when you look at yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I hope he doesn't get hurt. I'd love to see a season, and that's one of the reasons why I picked the Angels to make the playoffs this year because I figure one year he isn't going to get hurt. <laughs> one year. It's just like – like his, like you look at some of these seasons: an on base of four forty two, a slugging of six twenty nine, an OPS of a thousand, an OPS plus of one eighty six. That's going to be Barry Bonds like. <laughs> oh game, no! <laughs> video game numbers for Mike Trout. Sorry, I just, I just wow. So, so let's let's go through these other guys, and I guess I think what you will say to every player on this list is no, right? But but, but I want you to say. Ever or not ever, mm-hmm. or, or I think more. It's like, do they have an actual do they, chance? Do they have an actual chance? Because assuming that you know their age, you, you'd know that pretty. And you might say, well, what age is? It? So um, I'll start. Well, I'll start with the guy who just got traded, and I, I I had him in the top of the list is because I thought, wow, he's been around for a while. He's had a pretty good career, maybe even a great career. Is Kimbrel? So I, you know, he's not on the White Sox anymore because he just got traded to the Dodgers. So he's going to get to up. replace what might be another guy that, right. that, that, that Kenley get, Jansen, and Kenley right. Jansen. I think one of those two will get it. So, so, so Kimbrel, who's you know, he was going to probably not get save chances with the White Sox behind Liam Hendricks. We'll get now them here. We'll get those because Trainin, who is the setup guy, Blake Trainin. Doesn't want to be the closer and wants to be the setup guy. So this sort of slots perfectly for the Dodgers, and they're really good. And I think. Yeah, I, I think one of those. I don't know which one, but one of those two will get it because we the writers will put in the best closer of this generation. I don't know who they think it's going to be, but they'll do that. And, and Kimbrel, because he's got the aggregate still, because I think we value saves less than we did ten years ago, which is interesting considering how important. Relief pitching has been in the postseason. It seems weird that we devalue it's, the most dominant we, we, we've closers. We've come to the idea and the way they use closers that it's not the same. Anymore. But he's still a dominant relief but pitcher. Because he's, he's got the aggregate. He's got over 300 career saves. Here's the th- a thing that he's got. He's got a 0.95 career whip. So I think we're going to start looking at those kind of advanced stats. For a reliever, that's right, so important. That's right. what's telling me is that when I bring in Ke- Craig Kimmerell, on average, if he's going to pitch an inning for me, he's not going to put somebody on base. Yeah. Like Jerry's familiar. I'm sorry. I, that just slipped out. Yeah. So um, Kimbrell, but he's not quite. I think he still might need to do a little bit more. And being with the Dodgers, there is definitely going to help. So let, let's go down. A, a guy who um, I think is, is you know, had a great start to his career in Colorado, now playing for the Cardinals, could be the fifth Hall of Famer you might be watching, in my opinion, with the Cardinals, is the third baseman, Nolan Arenado. I think the problem for Arenado is that, He's got Goldschmidt. Like, if I look at the, him and Goldschmidt, Goldschmidt is closer. And if I don't think Goldschmidt's going to do it, it's really hard for me to think Arenado's going to do it. I, you know, Arenado, I think, is thought of as probably a better fielder at the other corner, obviously, mm-hmm. than, than Goldschmidt overall. I mean, the guy is a magician over there. So that really helps his case. What hurts his case, I think, is, is that he's left Colorado, number one, and it just seems like he's not quite the force that he was before. And is he going to be able to maintain another, yeah, another four or five years of four plus war a season to get an extra 20 war, which I think, what's his career? 44. 44. Yes. Yeah. You better have seasons. over, you better have over 60, he's you know. 30. Yeah. So you have to. Yeah, he's, he's got a. He's he's. I I would give him. You know what? I'll take it back. I at least give him the same chance. I'd give Goldschmidt. Okay. Okay. Um. How about Freddie Freeman? No. Forty three career WAR in twelve seasons. So I'm 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 stunned actually that it's not better when I look at his right. career stats. 
He's not a good defender. At least I never nope, remember right. him being one you're with right. the Braves. You're right. Negative D war for his career. That's going to really hurt him because there's a lot of good first basemen right now. And, yet, and he was, you know, I guess he got up to that bad start last year, which I, I had forgotten about, but he had only a 4-7 war last year. Like This is the prime of his career. They won the World Series. I just surprised I think me. Freddie Freeman is the kind of guy, he's the type of guy that should be in the Hall of Very Good. Huh? Like, like he was a great player, a really good player, but I don't know if he's a Hall of Fame player. You know, if if he plays in L.A. and they win two championships in the next three or four years. And he retires with 55 war, he's got a shot. Okay. And right. he's also beloved. I certainly think that, you know, he's got a chance. He's certainly, there'll be guys I think you'll feel more strongly. Yeah. Uh, another Dodger, you mentioned him already, is Mookie Betts. Obviously has to play. Well, it's only played eight years, but he's got fifty WAR in eight seasons. Wow, he'll, he'll be it. Like like Betts is the type of guy that we would be talking about more if he didn't play at the same time as Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. Because Mike Trout makes Mookie Betts look less impressive, and mm-hmm. that's not Mookie Betts's fault. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, okay, so let's let's get the Mets uh, out of the way. Oh, this Met out of the way. We talked about Scherzer. I think we both feel that he's a Hall, he's of, a Famer. Hall of Famer. Maybe we didn't talk about him. We but didn't. He's a, but he's, he's a Hall, Hall of Famer. Famer. I think yeah, I think yeah. we just it's kind of known. And he's, he's a Hall of Famer at, at, at everything except being a Met. By the way, because he still hasn't thrown a pitch for the Mets, and we're not sure when <laughs> that's going to happen. Technically, the season is a start, so I can't I can't fault him there. But his rotation mate in Jacob Degrom, who remember came up as a rookie in in 2014 and was already you know 26 years old or something. Degrom, like that. unfortunately. These injuries, these last two seasons might be the thing that keep about. He needs to have, because he needs to have such an unbelievable peak in his career that every game. Well, he kind of did last year. But every start he loses is hurting his chances. Yep. Because yep. he only had 15 starts last year. And, and that, you know, yeah, everybody talks about he might have had the greatest half a season. You know what? Baseball is a whole season. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and, and as and, much as I want, as I would love to say, Jacob deGrom is a Hall of Famer or is going to He's not make there it. now. He's not there now. And he's got to stay on the field. And how about uh, across town? No. Garrett. <laughs> Garrett Cole. Okay. I didn't even get it out of my. Okay, Garrett. Is it, is it sticky stuff related? This is not a Hall of Famer. Okay. Uh, he's entering his 10th season. So when he throws a pitch on opening day for the Yankees this year, uh, he will qualify as a Hall of Famer. Um, his teammate, I, I looked at because he's just been around for a while. Um, I guess more mentioning this guy's name is more about. Can he play enough productive seasons to really get into the conversation at a middle infield position? And that's DJ LeMayhew. You know what? I don't know LeMayhew's statistics well enough to really know. So let me look because I I don't know him as a baseball player. And I bet if I look at his career statistics, they're more impressive than you would think. And he's got, what, two batting titles? One in each league, if I'm not mistaken? Um, I know he's got one in the National League for sure. I, I, I thought he might have won an AL batting title too. He's, got, uh, he's only got 26 career Yeah, war. it's going to be hard to post the aggregate career war. He's 32. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. I think LeMahieu is yeah. another guy that good, great second baseman, not a Hall of Good, Famer. good. I, I, I'd feel the same way. Um, okay, uh, the Yankees have a first baseman who played uh, a number of years in Chicago, uh, Anthony Rizzo. Um, when I think about him before, think about I think mm, nah, no, I, I, I think it's just he's he's another guy that just probably isn't going to have the time. So two guys on the Red Sox uh, I came up with. Um, the first is J.D. Martinez. Um, my my thought was, well, he made a nice comeback in his career after he was supposed to be great and ended up not doing much with the Dodgers. No is what comes to mind, but he's had some really good Detroit, seasons. Detroit, not the Dodgers. Uh, Detroit, I'm sorry. I, I meant uh, the Tigers, correct. 
Between. But no, yeah, J.D. Martinez is just, he's also not a very good fielder. He's right, just right, a hitter. Right, right. And uh, sure, he had some unbelievable, like he had that 2018 season for Boston where he was unreal. But That's one year. That's one year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so easy for you to be like, oh man, he carried that team in that one season. And then you kind of just mentally apply that year as if he was that every year for the team. And I bring him up, I bring up guys like that only because they've played the requisite amount of seasons. That's all. You know, they they qualify on the basis of making it to 10 years. Yeah. Uh, as as does Xander Bogarts. Um, and he's had some really good seasons and sort of an underrated player at a position that has a lot of star power on baseball, let's face it. Right. I think that might be what is his undoing is that he's another guy that you're like, you know what? As far as a value for the Boston Red Sox, there might be a hard or better one, hard to find a better one than Xander Bogarts because you're not going to need to pay him like you need to pay the bunker shortstops, but he's just as good as them I, I, in, some I, in some ways better. And and so, you know, he's going to keep playing shortstop, which tells me a lot about his prowess there because they brought over a step Trevor story uh, and Story's going to move over to second base. And even that, you know, is, is interesting in and of itself shows you what the Red Sox certainly right. think right. of Bogarts, but Bogarts to me has to play six seasons at, at a, like a five war yeah, level, he's far you know, he better away. put up 30 or 40 yeah, he, more, uh, more if especially he wants a chance. because he's playing in a time where now you, you the best you could say is, well, he's got 141, uh, you know, home runs for what's traditionally a, not a power hitting position. It's 2022 shortstops hit for power now. Yeah, and, and that's a great point, right? So even if he got to uh, 275, 300 home runs at shortstop. Which he's not going to get. Which he's not likely to get. He's, he's hitting, he's hitting around 30 a year, you know, so he, he could hit. Uh, you know, he could hit, you know, a bunch, you know, left in his career because he's still pretty young. Um, anyway, I, I just put him on there because he's got the he's got the glove. He's got the 10 years. He's playing better later in his career. He's only hit 30 home runs once in his career. OK, so I overstated that a little bit, but he can hit 30 home runs. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> but yeah, he's got a lot of ways. He's to got go. he's got a ways to go. Um, OK, um, a guy that we both like who's not a Hall of Famer and surprised that um, he has done less than I thought, but I put him on there because he won the MVP and he's reached that 10-year uh, level is Christian Yelich. Yelich is one of those, I think he just, we think he's better than he is. Like he, the perception of baseball fans elevates him to a superstar level, but especially with all the injuries he's had, he's just not going to have the game time to really amass the statistics he needs. And and like Martinez, J.D. Martinez, you talked about, he's got two seven-plus war seasons, which, hey, seven war seasons. Is it un- you unbelievable? Do that, you maintain that, you're a Hall of Famer, you know, no doubt. But he's got nothing else more than 4-9. So he really had two years, and he won the MVP, and you put him up there, and then he gets hurt a lot, and he's got a lot of and work to do. And exa- then <laughs> he's existing really off of those two years. Um, I, I put him on here because he got traded over to the Washington uh nationals uh and he's been one of the f- most feared uh dhs in the league uh, in the american league actually because that's where he's coming from nelson cruz um and and just i think the end of his career has been really interesting right yes he's, he's, that, that a guy at his age continued to be such a consistent powerful offensive threat not just he's, with home runs not just home runs he's good average too but no he's not a hall no I, and, and again you know i don't think he's worn a glove uh except in cold weather you yeah. know that's, that's 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 about it um and the Nationals also have a pitcher who, 
I, I, you know, I remember when this guy came out, I think San Diego State or something like that, throwing 100 miles an yeah, hour. Yeah, was the was next three and, and he's had a really <laughs> solid career. It's <laughs> Steven Strasberg. So I, I think he's another poster child for the Hall of Very yeah, Good. Exactly. You, that, and that, and the, so what, the thing that all of these guys have in common is if they perform at a high level for like five, six years in a row – past this point right now then they might have a chance and what's the likelihood of that happening not not a good at all yeah no not good at all you, you mentioned kenley jansen and again you know he's he's got 350 career saves and and so when anybody does something like that okay what else does he it's got? gonna be him or or craig kimball right. one of the two of them will career get whip is 0.93 yeah. like kimball very 9. similar i think maybe they'll get lucky and they'll put them both in because they're such so statistically similar well and 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 jansen in particular uh, and kimball to a degree have had the good fortune of playing for good teams you know, yes. so they have get lots of opportunities, and that's why you'll aggregate a lot of saves. Uh, the last few guys I got on there, and a guy who used to play for the Nets and moved uh, out west to the Angels, um, you know, again has a better career uh, than than you think of. And now we don't really get the guy get to see the guy play very much because he plays for the Angels, and that's Anthony Rendon at third base. I just don't think Rendon is a. Do you really think Rendon's a, a Hall of Fame third baseman? He's young. So that, that's that's like, always uh, tell me tell me how old he is and I'll, and I'll I'll talk about his stats a little bit. So he's had what impressed me was I I, I did read him uh, four seasons of five plus WAR already. So that's getting up there, right? When you when you we always like to say if you have five seasons of five plus WAR, you're somebody we can talk about. He's only entering his tenth season. That's why I think he's, he's young. Thirty one. He's thirty one. Well, man, this, you know, at a corner position, you know, could you expect another six seven years of really he's productive got baseball? Thirty two career WAR. Okay. And 151 home runs with a 287 career average. So why does he have such a high war? Because he's got a good glove. He's got a good glove. But his, his issue is that he has played 100 games over the last – now, granted, one of those is COVID seasons, but he barely played last year because he was hurt, and he has struggled with injuries in his career. And, and, and his performance hasn't been as good. So I think the Angel fans are hoping, please let this be the Washington National yeah, the uh, Tony Rendon. Yeah, version of Rendon. Right, right, exactly. So definitely not there yet, but I put him on there because he, if he ever got back to the level that he was at and he's young enough to do it is my he point. He could, yeah. Yeah, he, he could do it, but he's certainly not there yet. The last two guys I've got – um, and one of them definitely not, but I just he's played a lot and he had a, had a better career in some respects, except that the aggregate is not the, is thirty nine four war, and that's uh, Jason Hayward. No, <laughs> so another four seasons of five plus war. I don't know when he did it. None since two thousand and fifteen. Right. So his his play now is not going to get better. He, he's very similar. He's just pool host with less statistics, yeah, but yeah. probably less bad over the last five or six years. But uh, another Hall of Very Good player. Yeah. And, and the Very Good, though, was at the very beginning right. of his career, I think. Um, the last guy, and, and, and it's an underrepresented position, like we talked about Rendon at third base. Um, and if you look at his career. Um, We've talked about this player a lot. Yeah, yeah. I just, because I never think of this guy as a Hall of Famer. But he's got 300 career home runs. Um, he's he's got stats and he's 57 career war 57 career war in how many years this is Evan 14. Longoria 14 years 57 so he's averaging the four war a year we like that mm-hmm. um, 57 is not enough aggregate war to do it on its own he's Does got he do 317 any? home runs yeah. but a 260 career average gold gloves I think he won a few for Tampa back uh, in the two. day he only won three two. three okay he hasn't won any since 2017 though so and he's old enough <laughs> not to say that he's old he's old enough that to expect him to put up another two or three four plus war seasons 
to get to 70 war, not very likely. He's 35. So could he put together 13 war? Uh, yeah, he's got to be he's really- He gets hurt too much, yeah. I think, yeah, to, to do that. So I think he's got a little work to do, but- it's not impossible, is that what we're saying? It would take him having one amazing year, like next year or this year. If he had like a six, he, he has some crazy renaissance season and hits for six war and it hits for six yeah. war in a year, maybe he can do it. That's the only way I so, see it. So I don't see it. So, so those are the guys, and, and we think around the league. Maybe we missed somebody, and if we did miss somebody, reach out and let us know. And don't bring up guys like Acuna and Juan Soto. No, no, we're talking. You got to play more than you know, just a few years. We're talking like anybody that's played like eight or more, like eight to eight or more. You really should be entering your tenth season to be in the discussion. But if you had eight ridiculous season, if you're Mike Trout or Mookie Betts, we'll we'll make it you know an allowance. We'll do that. And welcome back. Baseball starts today. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. Follow us on Twitter at Almost Cooper.